0: WrestleMania 3 at the Silver in Pontiac, Michigan. It's gonna be called down the middle 50 50. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I heard you laugh. I heard you get off on it, brother. In their business life and in their private life. Hello and welcome back to the Yes Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your host as always, Dustin Kaufman. Thanks for listening right here on Trending Topics Network. You can also check me out at iTunes at the Yes Talk. Subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends, and hey, please, 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 Follow me on Twitter. It's the easiest thing you could do. At the Yes Talk, follow me. I'll probably follow you back. Um, all right, we got a lot going on in pro wrestling. We got a lot of angry people. We got a lot of shows. Uh, we're we're going to talk about uh, a, a potential heel change from your Divas Champion Charlotte. We talk about Kevin Owens, the World Champion. We have a new faction in the World WWE. We have TLC coming up really soon, which we're going to talk about. Um, and Hey, all right. So starting off, uh, there are, there's a lot of house shows this weekend. Last weekend, there was only two with the holidays. I went to one of them in Kansas city. I'm going to get talk to tell you about that here in just a little bit. Um, so NXT this weekend, NXT is going to be Friday night in Largo, Saturday in Citrus Springs. Um, and, hey, a lot of you going to the shows this weekend. Have fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, there's, there, the house shows are great. They're great. Um, WWE will be in Johnson City, Tennessee, Friday, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and Augusta, Georgia, Saturday, and then Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, and Florence, South Carolina on Sunday. It's, we have Roman Reigns versus Sheamus. You're going to see that. Uh, in Johnson, Tennessee. You're going to see Roman Reigns versus Sheamus in Augusta and in Charlotte, North Carolina and Charlotte will be in Charlotte. How about that guys? We will have Charlotte in Charlotte this weekend. That's a Woo, woo! Um, and Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and Florence, South Carolina, um, as well as Bray Wyatt will be at those shows as well. Uh, they're a lot of fun. I'm gonna tell. I'll get. I I'm gonna build up to, to talk about house shows. It's gonna fit. It'll, it'll just fit perfectly. So I'll tell you about my experience uh, here in just a little bit, uh, as well as some past house shows I've went to. Um, just get, I don't usually, but it fits in. It fits in right now, so uh, I'll do it. And um, All right, so you guys remember two weeks ago when I said that WWE should start a faction with Sheamus as champion in order to separate him from Seth Rollins? Um, I am so sorry. I had no idea they were actually going to do it. But, hey, once again, you're unofficial head of WWE creative. Um, I constantly say things, and then... But that's okay, we're not going to talk about that, but we did have a new faction this week, a brand new faction was born into the world of WWE, the League of Nations, or as Roman Reigns called them on Smackdown this week, the League of Nation. Apparently he thinks there's only one nation, or he's a really big supporter for a one world government. Uh, It's a whole different kind of new world order outside of the woo, the, uh, so it's different. All right. So anyways, um, league of nations, it kind of makes sense though. Right now it kind of makes sense. Everybody has said for a long time, how WWE kind of just frowns a little bit upon their international wrestlers or doesn't push them hard, um, wrestlers with accents and now they have most of them in a faction uh and they're carrying some serious gold it's a big turn i mean it's a big it's 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 now it show it goes from like okay we're bearing them here let's showcase all of them and look there's gold you have the heavyweight championship the united states title it's actually when you look at the lineup Um, of the League of Nations in order, it's kind of a little silly. When you look at all of them standing in a row, you can't help but to laugh a little bit. Like they came out on SmackDown uh, on the stage and they were standing there in a row and this is what you see. You see Sheamus standing there with the WWE world title. Next to him is Del Rio with the United States championship belt. Next to him is Rusev with a flag looking tough. And then you have Wade Barrett standing there holding a crown and scepter. What? Really? A crown? A heavyweight title, a United States title, Rusev. And and a Burger King crown and scepter. All right, it just maybe it's not necessary to maybe it's I don't. It's silly. It's oh, okay. So on Smack um during the opening promo on SmackDown, so we had Roman Reigns. Uh, they came out. Just I want to talk about this just for a second. League of Nations is on stage. The crowd starts chanting USA 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 at the League of Nations. Right, and so Sheamus. He just goes, no, no, we all have green cards. We're allowed to be here. Um, And it shut him down. Sheamus is actually really good at shutting down the crowds. He's pretty good on the mic, and he keeps proving it. Week after week, uh, he knows how to shut down a crowd. They chant the, you look stupid from the beginning. He's known how to get those to stop. They chant it. He says one thing and it's over. He's really good at getting the chance and receiving the hate as a heel. But also he's great at controlling the crowd and not letting it continue on. So the feelings are there, but he's believable enough where they will stop when he says to. Sheamus is a good heel. He's good as a heel, um, but ever since he came back, I just felt there are a couple things he shouldn't be doing that he continues to do. Like when he first came back with his new heel turn after WrestleMania, for the longest time, Sheamus would come out uh, like the same person. It was like he was still the same person. He he may still do it. I don't. But I don't think. He might still be doing this, but he would come out and he would just scream fella like his fella chant, like fella like he's still pandering to the audience. There's no reason for a heel, a top heel at that level. I mean, to pander to the audience. Right now, what we're getting on from Seamus is we're getting Sheamus. This is this is a problem. We're getting Sheamus the clown, not Seamus, the Celtic warrior. And what we need right now is Seamus, the Celtic warrior. It seems like Seamus is trying to keep up with New Day on the mic, and he shouldn't do that. I don't care if Seamus is a funny guy in real life. I don't care how funny he is you sh- you shouldn't you just need to be a strong heel. We need the Celtic warrior. He's always laughing. He's constantly smiling. He's constantly laughing, and he's constantly trying to make jokes. This just isn't the direction I feel. Sheamus and his character the character Sheamus should be going in right now. I don't think that's the character. That's the part of, that's not the part of Sheamus that we as the as the nation as the WWE universe as the fans or the company for that matter, that's not the part of the character we need right now. If you want you have a new day there to get your laughs. You don't need to come out and get laughs. Because it's just not funny. It's not. I mean, what does he think? His comedy is going to bring back the right the ratings of Raw? You think people are going to start tuning in again to laugh at Sheamus? To hear Sheamus make jokes? You want to rely on stand-up comedy for ratings? Bring back Dolph Ziggler. Have Seth Green on as a general manager on a regular basis. Make Seth Green the full-time raw. If you want comedy, bring in Jon Stewart. Don't have Sheamus tell your jokes. Don't have your world champion heel try to be a comic relief. He is a near seven foot tall probably close to 300 pounds of cut muscle and he is going to dance around ev- and he's going to, he's going to try to tell jokes. The quote Celtic warrior. All right. All right. i right. I'm not saying I don't want to laugh at a pro wrestling show. One of the most entertaining matches I've ever seen At a house show with Santino versus a heel Ryback in Sacramento, California. I was in L.A. at the time and decided I'd drive up six hours north to Sacramento to see a WWE house show. I got a hotel for the night. It was fun. It was cold. I think it was a Christmas thing with the missus or something. She's a big fan. It was it was good. I know she's a fake. I have a woman who not only puts up with this kind of pro wrestling nonsense. She encourages it. She encourages it. Um, it, it. So it was Santina versus Ryback. The show itself was a lot of fun. It was actually a weird how they didn't have any music. Like, like I said, I went uh, just this last weekend. They had lights and music and everything. They had no music. They had no interest. It was just, here comes suddenly John Cena's walking out of the curtain, and there's a WWE heavyweight title match on the line. No music at all. No production, just wrestling. And that was actually pretty fun. This weekend had a little more production. They were showing videos on the big screen above. It, it It was, so, but that was a lot of fun. But Santina versus Ryback, it was a funny match. Obviously, Ryback won the match, but Santina mixed humor with wrestling and told that story in the ring. It was really some of the best comedy I've ever seen in pro wrestling. It was because, one, it was in the ring. It was an in-ring story. It was not a story being told on the stage. It wasn't our truth showing up for no reason for the third time, for the fourth time, and going, and going, you're not here in this match. Oh, my bad. It it was it wasn't that. It wasn't. It wasn't even the new day ranting for ten minutes about nothing. It was really good in ring storytelling, and it was believable. It was be- and it was welcomed because that's the relationship Santina has built. And it took him years to build that rapport, that trust. You have to trust somebody to laugh with them. You you have to trust somebody. And I trusted Santina enough, and we all did enough, to where we could just sit back, trust that he's going to put on a good show, let enjoy his. He sold his character. We believed his character was that goofy. And it just sold, especially against a heel Ryback. Just Ryback, the size difference was crazy. He was selling the size. It It was wonderful. It wasn't Sheamus laughing and making jokes, trying and failing while doing it. Um, I did enjoy, okay, so I did uh, go to WWE Live on the the first show of the holiday tour here in Kansas City, kicked off November 28th, it was a lot of fun, Uh, the Miz's birthday was November 25th, Thanksgiving was the 26th, and uh, we actually just had a new, uh, we had a new baby, just, uh, he's just over a month old, he was born November 2nd, and so November 28th, we went, just the two of us, we had a babysitter. And so it was nice. It was our first time out in a while. We really enjoyed going out. We had similar seats to where we were in Sacramento, which is great. Like we were directly uh, we were the opposite side of the ring than the stage. But we were like directly center with the stage. Uh, and, And this time this weekend in Kansas City, we were like third row back from the floor. So they were pretty good. They were really good. Really good seats. We saw a lot of good matches. Um, uh, this A couple things I noticed. Like This is how little love Bo Dallas gets from WWE. Bo Dallas comes out and he's like, I'm starting a winning streak right now, which he may do every show. I have no idea. And so he goes, I, and then he lo- loses. He loses. This is how little love Bo Dallas gets from WWE. He lost... To Zack Ryder at WWE Live Holiday Tour. He was over. He was really. he The fans really. Okay, a lot of people booed him. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of people didn't. There's a lot of believers coming to these shows. And I think he was more over than a heel than Zack Ryder was as a face. I The kids like Zack Ryder. I actually think I upset Children by cheering against Zach Ryder. Um, I think I one was close to tears, but I'm not gonna stop because I mean I paid my money. That's who I want. I want to cheer for Bo Dallas. I don't like the character Zach Ryder, and I will cheer that way. I have that right. I have the right. All right. Um, so the main event, it was Roman versus Sheamus. And in this particular, was, so earlier we had a triple threat match. It was an Intercontinental title match. It was uh, Kevin Owens versus uh, Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. And they had the same show the the following night um, uh, that weekend as well. It was a great match. Kevin Owens won. He pinned Ziggler, you know, still even at the house show. You got to save protect Dean Ambrose but don't put him don't push him over just protect him. I mean we're not going to put him over. We're not going to push him past the next level that Dean old Ambrose there the biggest, you know, one of the most over guys in the company. We're not going to like do anything with him. We'll protect him but we won't push him. Yeah, he doesn't you know. Um so in the main event Sheamus was thought of as a heel. He was really, oh, the boos were really loud for Sheamus. Roman Reigns, the children loved him. The women, the you know, the women, most of the women love him. But uh, there was also a lot of booing. There was loud booing. I'm not going to say it was 50%, but it was a percent. He was definitely getting cheered from kids and a lot of ladies, you know, but there was a lot of loud booing for Roman Reigns. Uh, a lot of uh, anyone but you, Roman, anyone but you, a lot of boos. And that's just from me. That was all just from this guy cheering for that, you know. But uh, and so, and then they say They this match ends by Kevin Owens coming out uh, costing Roman attacking Roman reigns for like no reason. And then Dean Ambrose runs out and stops Kevin Owens. So they really kind of like saved. they were, in my opinion, they I mean it was fun to see Kevin Owens again and to have Dean Ambrose run out to get that pop at the very end. But if you have to rely on the two gentlemen uh, involved in your intercontinental title match to sell the end of a house show, to help cover for the people for the WWE title, if that's your plan, then you're booking wrong. If you're relying on your Intercontinental Champion and the number one contender for the Intercontinental Champion to save any kind of main event on anything, then you're doing something wrong. How long are they going to use Dean Ambrose to try to get Roman Reigns to the next level, Dean Ambrose on SmackDown this week. Look, the beginning of SmackDown, it was Roman Reigns with Ambrose and the Usos, and then the League of Nations came out, and, or is Ro- the League of Nation? Sorry, there's only one of them. The League of Nation came out, and the New Day came out. Every member of New Day had a mic. Uh, Sheamus had a mic. Roman Reigns had a mic, and one of the Usos. Had a, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, six microphones. Dean Ambrose never touched one of them. Dean Ambrose never, he's been pantomiming for this entire story. Roman Reigns became like the leader of a new faction and Dean Ambrose never touched the microphone to what extent are they going to continue to use anybody and everybody just to put over roman reigns i think dean Am- i think wwe would fire would terminate the contract of dean ambrose himself would send him off to wrestle at tna if they thought it would help put over Roman Reigns. I think WWE would refuse to sign a clear Daniel Bryan if they thought it would help continue to put over Roman Reigns. They put a belt on Sheamus. They put a belt on Sheamus just to help put over Roman Reigns. They have buried Dean Ambrose for an entire year just to put over Roman Reigns. They they had riots at this year's Royal Rumble after the show in the parking lot just to put over Roman Reigns. They started League of Nations just to put over Roman Reigns. At what point do you say to yourself, this is not working and it's time we tried something else. It's time we put the title on someone else. It's time we turn our roster into superstars, into top Stars, into ticket sellers, into money makers, into legends. We have a roster with a dozen main eventers, and all we have is a bunch of mid-carders. Everybody is in the mid-card talent pool. Everybody. Everybody. There is no regular top superstars who are being used like a top star, who are being treated like a top star, who are being sold like a top star. We have the new face of fear who's becoming almost uh, unfearable. who, who hasn't won a feud in probably two years. And a little side match, a one-time match with Ryback, doesn't count as a Bray Wyatt victory. Oh, okay, so we're going to put him in with the Dudleys, who have already jobbed and sold for every single other team in WWE. That's who we're going to go back to. We're going to go from the Brothers of Destruction to to the dudleys that's like when roman reigns was done with brock lesnar at wrestlemania his very next opponent was a his very next feud was a feud with big show that he was definitely going to win and he won it and hey at least he beat somebody right right i don't, i don't see it like that We need champions. We need new champions. This here, we had a perfect opportunity to, put the, to make a new star. We, to make a new star. To put the belt on somebody who not only hasn't worn that belt before, but is able to wear that belt. WWE needs a top star. And WWE needs a top star now. Right now. They don't have time to build Roman Reigns anymore. They have guys that could fill the spot now. Right now. And they want to try to put over and build an entire faction rather than just putting the title on a Dean Ambrose. WWE wants to try to build an entire faction with seven guys. Four plus the new day and Roman Reigns. They want to build eight people w- instead of just putting the title on a Dean Ambrose right now. Who is the person who sh- could have who could have carried that title and made it meaningful in the absence of Seth Rollins? Sheamus is well-received as a heel. He's a big guy. He's believable in the ring. But right now, he's got some work to do. Kevin Owens was off. uh, Speaking of top guys, I think Kevin Owens could. Kevin Owens, some of you may not realize this, has been the champion, the top guy in every organization he's ever worked for. He's been, he's worn the title in Ring of Honor. He's worn the title at PWG. Uh, He's worn more more than that. I mean, he's been the top guy everywhere he's gone. And he will be the top guy in WWE. He could be, he could have stepped up to the plate. The man could have stepped up to the plate. Instead, he got sick, and he went home, and he wasn't on TV this week. Uh, Kevin Owens was sent home. I guess he was traveling with his son, Owens. They were both sick, both came down with something. They were sent home, and Kevin Owens was not seen on Raw or SmackDown this week. Um this, this, you know, and that Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens, this is going to be such a good feud if they let this get going. If, which it is, it's, it's even at the house shows, it's, I can't see this just being one pay per view. I hope it's not just one pay per view. Um, this is really going to be a great feud. These guys can both wrestle, they can both cut promos. They're really over. They're both going to come out of this feud on uh, main event status. I mean, if they're not already. Um this feud's gonna steal the show. That's my opinion. Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose is that's going to steal the show. Um I don't know. I would Kevin Owens beating Dean Ambrose at TLC be a good thing? Um is that I mean, I really think Dean Ambrose deserves some gold. I really do. I really think Dean Ambrose deserves some gold. Um but I'm not sure I'm ready to see Kevin Owens drop that title yet. I, I think it's too soon. I think it's too soon for him to drop the title. Now he might, he might drop it to Dean Ambrose in a little bit, maybe you know. But I don't know. Okay, so if Dean Ambrose doesn't get the title here, then I, he could go to Royal Rumble and maybe get that title, you know, shot for WrestleMania. Um. Kevin Owens winning, uh, I just, what is Kevin Owens losing? How does that, it's not going to help Kevin Owens. I mean, unless he just goes and gets it back or if he's on his way to a different feud. Um, I've been reading rumors about Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar. I don't know if that's true. All I say, all they are are rumors, but I have uh, read on more than one site about that. So for WrestleMania, don't know if that's true. Don't even know how I feel about that right now. Um, But Kevin Owens versus Paul Heyman on the mic building up to it, I could see that. I would love that. That I would love. That would be amazing. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Paul Heyman promo. Yeah. Uh, People make fun of Kevin Owens for being overweight, Um, especially on Twitter a lot. Like, who are people all right for not only as people but as pro wrestling fans who are pro wrestling fans to make fun of anybody for being fat all right i've been to house shows or make who or make fun of anybody for anything for that matter all right we are a special breed we don't need to insult each other uh especially for being fat like he's so talented uh, they're what I call internet superstars. People who think they are invincible on the internet with no regard for the fact that there are actually real people on the other, other end of that computer. The truth is, not one person who makes fun of his weight on Twitter would say that to his face. Who cares if he's overweight? I'm overweight and I bought a Kevin Owens shirt at the house show this weekend when I went right here in, Kevin, in Kansas City. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When Kevin Owens sits around the house show, Kevin Owens sits around the house show. Oh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, Dustin. What? I'm kidding. I just, I sometimes I tweet at him and, I, and then he never tweets because he only tweets if you make fun of him. Sometimes I'm like, hey, uh, you, you. good job, a-hole. Um, Dudley's versus uh Wyatt's right now. That's kind of a we had a Tommy Dreamer pop on Raw. That's pretty exciting. Uh, you think Dudley's could help bring back a more extreme type of match to WWE? And if so, do they really want to do it with the Wyatt family? I'm not saying the Wyatt family shouldn't be in an extreme match or extreme matches because they should. I'm saying, do you really want to get hit with a kendo stick by Braun Strowman? He's a former strongman competitor. Kayfabe or not, that is going to hurt. That will hurt you. You as in the person getting hit with a kendo stick from Braun Strowman, the former strongman competitor. This man pulls trucks. You know, I mean, I know we're just getting built up for TLC, but is this something that could continue in WWE? These really extreme, with the schedule they have, probably not. With the schedule they keep, I don't see it. At least not with the majority of the talent, seeing Tommy Dreamer walk out with a trash can full of weapons. It was very refreshing, and I think maybe that's all it's going to be was a breath of fresh air. Um, it on Raw, it was probably the, the the, two best parts for me on Raw this week was seeing Tommy Dreamer walk out with a trash can full of kendo sticks and uh watching Charlotte go heel with her dad, the nature dad. Woo! Ric Flair. Uh, I said from the start Charlotte should have her dad at ringside uh, for a while. I thought it should have been there at the beginning. It's happening now. Uh, if it continues, I think that would be great. Why not? Why? Why? why how does having Ric Flair standing ringside for his uh, diva's champion daughter Charlotte hurt anything? How does that hurt anything? It's not going to hurt your ratings. Having Ric Flair manage Charlotte's not going to hurt your ratings. It's It wouldn't hurt Charlotte's short-term career. It wouldn't hurt Charlotte's long-term career. All, all she could do is learn from her world champion father, Rick. Woo! The nature dad, Ric Flair. Plus, you get to advertise Ric Flair and... Fans get to see Ric Flair regularly without being threatened of uh, Ric Flair putting his trunks back on because nobody wants to see Ric Flair wrestle again. I love Ric Flair. Woo, the Nature Dad. Woo, Ric Flair. Don't want to see him wrestle. I want to see him. I want to see him cut a promo. I'd love to see him manage Charlotte for a while. Don't want to see him wrestle. It's just an age thing. The guy 66 years old. Don't need to see him wrestle. Hulk Hogan is still threatening to have one more match. I don't need that either. I just don't need that anymore. If you're not going to put a title on Neville... Then you're not allowed to put Hulk Hogan in the ring. That's my new. Deal. If you can't put a title on Dean Ambrose, you can't make me watch Hulk Hogan anymore. You, you can't. All right, I'm going to take one more, one more sip. All right, I would now like to do a segment i call what's up with these guys where i just take a couple people that i go what's going on with these guys and then i say what's up with these guys all right zeb coulter uh first uh what's up with these guys zeb coulter and lana okay monday zeb coulter is there with uh alberto del rio i think i almost called him antonio banderas yeah no my son, I want to tell Antonio Banderas. So my, he's he's one and a half now. But when he was younger, he always had this kind of raspy cry. It was this really like, like great. It was like it wasn't like wah! it was like wah! it was it was almost like Antonio Banderas crying. He would just be like, wah wah wah. wah! So that happens. So uh so Zeb Coulter Monday is there with Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Alberto Del Rio has three appearances on Raw. First with Del Rio. Suddenly, suddenly first his he had his match with Goldust. Then he's with the League of Nations. No, Zeb Coulter. Then he's with the League of Nations again. Later, again, for no reason, not with his manager, Zeb Coulter. Smackdown. Comes out, stage, no Zeb Coulter. Match, no Zeb Coulter. Did he leave Zeb Coulter? Are we going to, is Zeb Coulter, like, did they just drop that? Did they just throw away the Jack Swagger story and they're just not going to tell us? Was there any planning to the League of Nations whatsoever? If if you're going to have Lana, and Lana, okay, Zeb Coulter's gone, and Lana, is Lana just getting paid to do backstage vignettes now? Okay, yeah, she was there on Raw, but Tuesday, backstage vignette, Rusev comes out twice, no Lana. Why would you not have your managers coming out with, the, with this talent? Why would you not? All it is is more people, more numbers, strength in numbers. I guess Alberto's not even talking right now. It's kind of like what's in like Lana and Zeb Coulter, they're kind of mouthpieces, right? So it's maybe kind of like what's the point of having a mouthpiece if they're not going to be talking anyways? But at the same time, we can't silence everybody. You know, having Lana not only there with Rusev and having Zeb Coulter there with Del Rio right now, not only does it, like, like strengthen your look as a heel, it gives you more people strength in numbers. It, It, like, broadens your crew. Not only that, it broadens your mic skills, okay? Could you imagine Lana coming out and talking for not only Rusev, But the League of Nations, maybe they just don't want to do that. Maybe they don't want to put, like, the whole faction on individual managers. Because what happens then? What happens if Lana starts talking for the League of Nations and then Rusev decides to leave? Is he Then he's going to stay and she'll stay. I think they just put him back together. They don't want to do anything that would... T- like separate them except get them to break up in real life. Apparently Lana actually tweeted this week. It's really weird. Lana uh, tweeted. No human being will tell me, uh, uh, no human being will tell me who to love. It's my choice and my life. And I am proud to live with my consequences. So, um, uh, it was whatever that, I don't know what that mean. I mean, It sounds like a Vince McMahon thing, doesn't it? Now she's already talking about, they're already on SmackDown. She already got injured on Raw. uh, When Rusev got thrown into the steel chair, and then, like, I guess the chair hit her leg, and she's injured again all of a sudden, really? All right, whatever. Um, I don't. It's a whole, I don't want to get into it. Another. All right. Next on what's up. So yeah. What's uh, no managers. It's no managers on the league of nations. Apparently that's a thing. So Zeb Coulter, Lana, what's up with these guys? What's up with these guys? Um, And another, another one, stardust versus gold dust. You're just going to happen to have gold dust show up out of nowhere in like all these like unpromoted, unbuilt up matches with his brother stardust. And just nobody's going to care at all. Nobody's going to. You could have had such a great match, such a great story built with this. You're just going to waste all these matches, like without any promotions whatsoever. Not even at the beginning of raw. you not even a, a picture that says stardust versus gold dust. You, you just, nobody needs to know what's happening on this show. It's not your problem. Don't worry about, what, what what's going on later it's a three hour show we don't we don't need to tell we can't I mean we can't tell you everything come on there's there's three hours we don't have time to promote all these matches we only have three hours on raw what do, how are we supposed to promote the, we don't have time to do that we gotta have sheamus and Roman reigns go talk for 20 minutes which is how we started uh okay raw all right so look, that we're here I now is was we're gonna do the raw recappuccino. Uh that is where it's it's, sound, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's we take the it's the raw recap and I call it the raw recappuccino. That's what it is. All right, raw this week started off with the new day. Um and for like for like seven, eight, ten just talked, and then they brought out Seamus. They brought out Sheamus for five. So it's like New Day for 10 minutes, Sheamus for five. Roman Reigns came out for two minutes. And then Roman Reigns steals the title, tells Sheamus to come and get it if he wants it. And then they come back from commercial, and Reigns just willingly hands it back to Stephanie McMahon. And then they announce a five-minute and 15-second title match in the show. Okay, so let me look. All right, the first 20 minutes, 20 minutes... Worthless. Worthless. If the point of the beginning of that show was to have Roman Reigns steal the title from Sheamus, there was no point to the first 20 minutes of that show. Dean Ambrose has stolen titles recently. Our truth Has stolen tight. We have seen titles get stolen as of recent. Is that really what you want to do with the world title with the WWE title? You want to turn it in? If you are the world champion and you are willingly agreeing to do something that was done by our truth less than a year ago. You should not be WWE champion. You need to speak up for yourself. You need to know the difference between good and bad, right and wrong, and just plain what sucks. Are you so you five, ten minutes of the New Day talking, then they have a big celebration with Sheamus, Roman Reigns comes out, and these steals the title, and then you just hand it back. To Stephanie McMahon. Why is New Day working so hard to put over Sheamus? What? what? These guys are good. They're good to go. It does. Again, I guess it strengthens that League of Nations. It's like uh, two factions kind of united in the middle. They have a little. Now, I think personally over time, we're going to see the New Day use the League of Nations to do a face turn. The League of Nations is not going to turn into a face anytime soon. I don't know how long it's going to last. It, knowing WWE, this could literally be just long enough to put the title on Roman Reigns at TLC. League of Nations could be dead in two weeks. In a week and a half. It's not going to be but it could be because it is WWE. They don't hold on to stories too much. If they don't like it, they just, eh, remember that. No. Perfect. Let's keep on chugging. I mean, why is new? Day, so is new day? Are they full full time part of the league of nations? Are we going to get, I, I do. Are we going to get a face turn by Kevin Owens out of this? He's such a good heel. Kevin Owens is a good heel who has, as of now, but again, he's been off TV for a week. What happens Monday? Is Kevin Owens joining the League of Nations? Is Jack Swagger going to just forget his story with Alberto Del Rio and become the American component of the League of Nations? Maybe he loses his match and then rekindle, and then, you know, Zeb Coulter uses... Del Rio to, like, get Jack Swagger back, and then they get him in the nation. I could... He would be a perfect fit for that. If the idea is to have a bunch of mid carters walking around like they are the biggest ticket sellers in the world, then, yeah, he'd be perfect. Like, I mean... Sheamus is good. Rusev is Del Rio. It's really sad. I mean, okay. Del Rio first off didn't really need to come back with a mouthpiece. You could have brought him back heel. The man can talk. The man can cut a promo just fine. Okay. So not only did you bring him back as a heel with a mouthpiece. Now he doesn't even have a mouthpiece anymore. Now he's just standing next to Sheamus. Who's talking for himself. He just stands there with his U S title. Well, wow, Sheamus talks, and it's terrible. I feel I he is so good. Del Rio is really a great. He has been a great champion for WWE in the past. That's why they put the title on him in John Cena's presence. And now they're just not. I don't. I mean, it helps the faction. But again, is are they just using Del Rio? To help build this faction, which they built to put over Roman Reigns, it seems a little ridiculous to me. Go let Alberto de Rio tell stories and wrestle. This is silly. Um, all right, so we had uh, Tyler Breeze. Um, We had Tyler Breeze versus Dolph Ziggler, that was match number two. Ziggler won this one. Tyler Breeze won the first one. Ziggler won this one. These are pretty good matches. Ty- Dolph Ziggler seems to be the guy they put They put new people from NXT with. Uh, Adrian Neville spent some time with him uh, when he first came up. Tyler Breeze now in a feud with him, first coming up. Um, and so, Ziggler, I imagine we're moving forward. We're going to see that. TLC, probably. Uh, we're going to see the rubber. The, we're going to see match number three. I think Breeze will probably win this feud. And I think it's okay with Tyler Breeze. I think it's okay that he didn't just come out winning every match. Okay? I, it, he don't Undefeated streaks aren't good. It's not like he came out and lost to a jobber. He debuted, you know... In, like, what a WWE title tournament against Dean Ambrose? That's a good platform. If you put on a good show, win or lose, you, you're, you've made a name for yourself. Tyler Breeze is doing fine. I think it's okay that he's not winning every single match, he's winning most of them. He's gotten pinned by Ambrose twice. Oh, it's no, so what? So what? He's gotten pinned by Ziggler once. So what? You know, he beat our truth. He'd be, you know, he'd pinned Ziggler once, and he'll probably pin Ziggler again. But it's not like he has to like live up to this fifteen and zero. Or I mean, he's not trying to build some crazy end of He's just trying. And vulnerability is good. It adds suspe- tension, you know, suspense. Oh, this guy can win. He wins a lot, but he also loses sometimes. So it could go either way. That's what we need. Uh, Breeze, I think will have a pretty good future. I was wondering how he would convert uh, from NXT to WWE. I was wondering how that would go for him, and I think he's doing really well. I think Tyler Breeze is really doing really well. Um, I think the the fans are adapting to, you know, they're enjoying his character. They're enjoying the show he's putting on. Um, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, Rusev, uh, Lana came back. Rusev and Lana came out. Was it Miz TV? And they said that they love harder than they fight. We "We fight hard, but we love harder. And it's like, what is this? Fifty Shades of Rusev? Like, at least I don't have to watch Rusev. Watch Lana make out with Ziggler anymore. Now Rusev is making out with Lana. Lana has angry tweets. It's just all a bunch of... It's just weird. It's weird. So Ryback... uh, this turned in, Rusev and Lana, and, uh, you know, they're back, and they love each other, they make out, and then Ryback versus Rusev, and Ruse- Ryback wins via countout. Uh, Dudleys versus Wyatt, Dudleys announced they have family too, here comes Tommy Dreamer. Um yeah, WWE cleared Tommy Dreamer, but not Daniel Bryan. You know, Tommy's admitted to having thirteen to sixteen concussions over the year. He doesn't know exactly, but Tommy Dreamer admits he can't. He can't. He does does things he doesn't remember. He calls his wife to ask her how long they've been married or just wh- how their day was. Several. He and he just doesn't remember. He has a hard time remembering certain things, and he's admitted this. I'm sure it's frustrating, but if you're gonna bring him back, I mean. I know it's Tommy Dreamer in a mid-car, you're trying to sell TLC. You need a you need to broaden that Dudley family. You're trying to do something meaningful with the Wyatts. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But if you're gonna if you can have one, you can have the other. What that means is WWE doesn't really care about Tommy Dreamer as a person. They don't even Daniel Bryan, they want to protect Tommy. They're like, well, it's Tommy Dreamer. Let's just pay him. He's done this before. Um. So Del Rio versus Goldust. Del Rio won. Um. And Del Rio after the fight um comes out. Um. So yeah. Okay. So Del Rio has his match with Goldust later in the night. Uh. Comes out with the League of Nations. No Zeb Colter. Then he comes back to League of Nations. Um. Again later that night. Alberto Del Rio is in a feud with Jack Swagger right now. After Del Rio's match on Raw with Goldust, Del Rio went back and put an armbar on Goldust until Jack Swagger came running out to stop him. So why didn't Jack Swagger come running out to the main event when it was seven versus four? Where was, why didn't we have Jack Swagger then? How meaningless of a feud is it? They announced this match on SmackDown after a match of theirs. And it's not even on the webs. They've probably just forgotten the the feud even exists. Um, I thought Jack Swagger was getting some heat. I he has his return has had some good heat. There's a little bit of meaning into the story because of Jack Swagger's relationship with Zeb Coulter. Um, it's been a good story. I was they were building it, and then it just Zach Jack wasn't on SmackDown. I mean, is he going to be on Raw? I don't even. I would not be surprised if we don't see Jack Swagger from this point for like another six months, or at least on just main event. Um, we had uh, Usos versus Lucha um, winners. The winner was the number one contender for the WWE Tag Team Championship at TLC. Um, so Usos versus Lucha, double DQ uh, by fault of the New Day, both uh, teams. Uh, became uh, both teams became the tag team champions. Uh, the I'm sorry. Uh, both teams became the number one contenders. The Usos with an ultimatum. At this point, Triple H lets the Usos know that if Roman Reigns doesn't win the title in his five minute and 15 second title match, that they would not, Receive their number one contender spot at TLC in the triple threat ladder match. And if Roman Reigns didn't win the title, Dean Ambrose would not have his intercontinental title match against Kevin Owens. Okay. And that's, and that's when they tell them that, all right, then we go to Sasha Banks versus Brie Bella. Maybe it's time to break up the Bellas again, Sasha Banks versus Brie Bella. Maybe it is time to break up the bells again, and this time, leave it that way. Nikki is a great heel. Brie could be a wonderful face. She's so easily over. One, may, her personality is completely different than Nikki, and maybe because her husband is Daniel Bryan. She gets the yes chance when she does the kicks to the chest. Matt and Jeff Hardy both went solo. They've held many titles on their own, have had great careers, Maybe it's time we broke up the bellows and left it that way. All right. Then, okay, then we get our five minute, five-minute title shot. Um, Roman Reigns was about to win. And then we get a disqualification. Then we and Roman Reigns, it seems like he's about to win at like five four minutes, 15 seconds. He's setting up for a Superman punch and a spear. Suddenly um, we get introduced to the League of Nations. But here is what I don't. Get Okay, so yes, Roman Reigns won by disqualification, but he didn't win the title. And Usos and Dean Ambrose were literally just told if they don't win the title, if Roman Reigns didn't win the title, none of them would have title matches at TLC. And then he turns around, doesn't win the title, and the first thing he says is, I guess I'm going to have to get my shot at TLC. Wait. A, so, what was the ultimatum point of the match? What was the point of if he if he needs to win the title for any of these title matches to happen, and then he doesn't win the title, and they're all still happening anyways? Where is your consistency? Where is your continuity? Could you at least please try? Could you? Tr- there are so many things that didn't have to happen on this RAW. We did not need the ultimatum. We did not need the title to get stolen just to be handed back to Steph. Oh, here you go, Stephanie. All right. Then we add. Uh, God, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating that whole Roman Re- Roman. Re- Can he? All right. Could you just stop? B- being the shield, could you just try? Could you could you change your outfit, your music, your intro? Could you just try to not be the shield? If your USOs or your your USAs, your best friends, your cousins, who you've grown up with your life, then were you a were you a member of the SWAT team? Were you on a SWAT team growing up with the USOs? Maybe you need to loosen up a little bit. Maybe, you, maybe that's what Roman needs to Maybe he needs to loosen up a little bit. Maybe we don't need this SWAT team Samoan. We, we don't need that. We need Roman Reigns to be Roman Reigns. And I've talked about this in the past. This, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose both have a lot of years' experience in the ring before getting to WWE. They knew who they were in the ring. They knew who their in-ring characters were in professional wrestling. So when The Shield broke up, Seth Rollins knew who he was. Dean Ambrose knew who he was. Roman Reigns never had time to figure out who he was. So he just stayed who he was told to be. He has not evolved. He has remained... The shield, The music, the, the, the intro, the music... The, The outfit, every, the catchphrases, he's still doing believe that, believe in the shield. He doesn't say believe in the shield. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Um, so, all right, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. All right, Paige convinces, uh, Paige convinces Becky to ask Charlotte for a match, um, God, did Charlotte, is she making a heel turn? She's she making a heel turn with Dad, right? They're building to that. Charlotte uh, versus Becky Lynch. Uh, And Charlotte fakes an, uh, she fakes a hurt ankle coming off the turnbuckle. She's laying on the ground. Ric Flair, her dad at ringside, jumps up on the ring, distracts Becky. Charlotte rolls her up. One, two, three. That's the end of the match. Becky, very upset with Charlotte, uh, how could you do this to me? Uh, we, you know, we're just to show them this is supposed to be to what we've been working for. And, uh, Charlotte says she's trying to teach her a lesson. It's really, all okay, right. So a Charlotte heel turn. That's what we need to talk about the story. That's all we need to talk about right now. This puts Becky Lynch in a very, very big face position. Until we get Sasha Banks versus Charlotte, this puts Becky Lynch in a very big face position. Do you guys understand the position Becky Lynch is in right now? Until Sasha Banks versus Charlotte, granted, we are continuing, which it seems on SmackDown we are, we are, granted, we are continuing with a Charlotte heel turn. We may not have another woman face on the main roster until we get a Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Pending Charlotte continues in her heel turn. Right now, I want you to think about this. This is really important to think about. You, Everybody needs to know this. Right now, Becky Lynch... Think about this is the only female face in the company. The only full time female face in the company. Yeah. Natty's a face. When's the last time you saw her on TV and when's the last time you saw her on TV for more than two weeks in a row? Okay. Maybe more than a week. So with that, I mean, all right, Team Bad, mm, mm, they're not 100% face. Their face, their Sasha Banks is over when sometimes, you know, she gets Sasha Banks chance when she's not wrestling with Team Bad. She's got her fans, but that none of those women are 100% face. The Bellas, Alicia Fox, definitely not. 100% 100 percent face. Sometimes fans don't care and they just cheer for Brie Bella. They just a lot of, they just cheer for Brie Bella. But not a hundred percent face by any means right now. Paige, definitely not a big face at the moment. And Charlotte, uh Charlotte is definitely has raised questions. She's not necessarily to be trusted right now. She's still In the face department, but everybody knows that something's kind of fishy with her. She's not to be trusted right now. We're upset with Charlotte in that story. I think it's great, but she cannot be trusted. There is something going on with Charlotte right now, which means, again, Becky Lynch is the only full-time female face in the women's division of WWE. Paige is still heel. She's just a heel with a good point right now. That's, do we need Bailey? Does WWE need Bailey? Do we need, Bailey on the main roster right now. Is it time? We could see a Brie Bella face turn. This might be a good time for a Brie Bella face turn. Again, we have one female face. One. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. About because there's about nine main women going on the roster right now. About nine. That's I mean, it's you know the the the, the page Charlotte, Becky, then you the Team Bad, Team Bella. I mean, you can't really count Summer Rae or Lana because they don't wrestle anymore. Summer Rae doesn't wrestle anymore. So, I mean, Charlotte's in question. Paige is definitely heel with a good point right now. Team Bad, Team Bella, all heels. Becky Lynch, the how could you do this to me? What's wrong with you? I just want to have a good match. That's not what we do for the fans. The The last kicker is your only female face. 100% face, full-time, on the roster. Uh, and then WWE ended with an 11-man tag match. Uh, 11 11, it was the... the I an 11, I mean, it's an 8-man to uh nine ten and then new day joint it's it just was what it, it was an eleven A lot. Look, a lot of people are really upset with WWE right now. Ratings on Raw are really low. Uh, They're not listening to their fans. The they they keep killing stories. They're they're not building stars. They misuse everybody. They underuse the great ones. One thing, you just it's a constant. But one thing I definitely think they have a problem with right now is bookings, uh, which go along with promotions. You if you're not if you're not promoting if you're not booking your matches ahead of time you can't promote them and if you can't promote then people aren't going to watch tell me why I want to watch next week tell me why I want to watch two hours and 45 minutes from now tell me why I want to stick around for a main event that you're probably going to cut in 10 minutes anyways tell me why I want to sit here for three hours watching Seamus tell jokes to get to the end what's at the end tell me at the beginning you don't need to tell me what happens. Build a inner a Start off raw before anybody walks out. Say tonight we have Dean Ambrose versus Tyler Breeze. Like just that's our. Ma- We're gonna have that match. Okay, fine. That's gonna happen. Make me think that's important. I don't care what the match is. If you're gonna have Tyler Breeze versus Dolph Ziggler at the beginning, then show me that. Tell me that if you're going to try to the problem with building uh, this is, I think a lot of times WWE thinks that they were going to tell this story. We're halfway through raw or the middle match of raw. That's whatever happens in that match. It has to become the main event for later from an earlier match. Like, Oh, we're going to have a match up front or a match in the middle. Something's going to happen. It's going to become like a, a main event at the end. The problem with having matches turn in to main events later is they usually just become six-man tag team matches or eight-man tag team matches. And I'm so sick and tired of throwing together six-man tag team matches. I understand. I, I, I just, I am. Maybe this is a bad time to be that way with factions coming into play. we're getting a you know New day, Le- the League of Nations, Wyatts man we need you think they were going to put the shield back together? <laughs> like right now you think this was going to happen you think the shield was supposed to be back together right now And then Seth Rollins maybe that was their story. I mean look at how many they have Dean Ambrose and Roman reigns together right now. For sure. So what would have happened if Sheamus would have cashed in at money in the, at, uh, at uh, Survivor Series? Sheamus cashes in and takes the title anyways. Then ne- neither one of them have the title. Maybe they put their differences aside. They had already teased that. They had already put Seth Rollins with Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns in a match uh, earlier, uh, just a few weeks ago, for no reason, unannounced unannounced you they had a shield reunion promoted it about 20 minutes before it happened that's insane it's insane so if you're not booking you can't promote wwe had one and a half matches going into raw before survivor series they according to wwe.com only have will only have three matches booked and promoted going into raw this Monday, which is the go-home show for TLC next Sunday. They may they may not have the matches booked and promoted on the website right now, but they are predictable, uh, and they are predictable as could be at the moment. So the breakdown for TLC is as follows. TLC, next Sunday, this coming, a week from Sunday, It's soon, on a Sunday. You know when it is. TLC uh, match for the WWE title. Roman Reigns versus Sheamus. Um, We have which Sheamus is going to win that match. All right, we'll go with Roman Reigns versus Sheamus. Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose. Tag team, triple threat, ladder match. Usos. Lucha Dragons and New Day in a triple threat ladder match. How awesome does that sound? I'm going to say that again. New Day, Usos, and the Lucha Dragons in a tag team championship triple threat ladder match. That sounds like an awesome match. I'm pretty sure Xavier Woods or Biggie is afraid of heights. I think Biggie plays a fear of heights. I think that's a thing. All right, so uh, then we have, we I swear we had Del Rio versus Swagger booked, and it's not on the website. It was a chairs match. It happened. I don't know what happened. It's not on the website. I swear it's booked. They, it, I swear they, then Rusev versus Ryback, Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze. These are so these aren't booked, but the rest of my prediction is the rest of the show. Uh, it, well, I mean, I, I have to say Del Rio versus Swagger, Rusev versus Ryback, Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze, and Charlotte versus Page. Okay, so that was. Four, we have three, then four, and I'm sure we'll get one more in there somewhere. Probably about eight matches for TLC. Uh, all right, these are my predictions. Uh, Charlotte versus Paige. I think Charlotte's going to win uh, over Paige for sure, but I think it will be in a fashion that will further upset Becky Lynch. Something will happen where Charlotte will defeat Paige again. This will probably, might be their last one-on-one match. It could carry over to maybe a triple threat at Royal Rumble. But I think Charlotte will defeat Paige. Uh, maybe we'll see Becky Lynch and Charlotte Royal. I don't know, but maybe they'll maybe this Becky Lynch and Charlotte will build until WrestleMania. I've kind of have been thinking that they're going to put Charlotte versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. That's going to be the probably their big their big match. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't. Maybe. But so Charlotte again. Overpage, in a fashion that upsets Becky Lynch, further aggravating their situation. Dolph Ziggler versus, because that doesn't doesn't have to dissolve immediately. I think it should, but it doesn't have to completely dissolve. We see it dissolving. We see it has started. We've seen the writing is on the wall. Ric Flair is wooing at ringside, and Charlotte's going to strut her way to the top. That's fine. That's what she should do. It doesn't have to happen in a week. But it's okay if it does. It doesn't happen to happen. It doesn't have to happen six months from now. Probably needs to happen sooner than that, a month, two, maybe. Um, but with raw with three hours of raw and smackdown every single week, pay per views once a month, it should probably happen by Royal Rumble. You can carry. I mean, look how long they carried the Miz and the Miz stunt double. Dow. Look how long they drug Dow out. When fans were just itching and so ready for Sandow to come out and to rise above that. And they waited and they waited and they waited. And then finally he broke free. And what did they do with Sandow? Nothing. At all. He's... When is the... where. Where did you see him last? Nothing. They spent so much time waiting for his moment, and then they never did a damn thing with him. It's so disappointing. Um, so just do this one quick. Let's, let's set Becky free. She, we really do have one face. They really need to work on that. We have eight heels and one face. All right, WWE, eight heels, one face. Eight heels, one face. Does that sound balanced to you? How do you expect your division to succeed? Right now, you need Brie to turn face. You need to start a non-title feud, restart that feud with Becky versus Brie right now that needs to happen you need to have stories going on outside of the wwe title right now the bellas have nothing to do with the title fine leave it that way let becky let brie and nikki restart their feud let that go for a few months let it build up maybe it could even be wrestlemania 32 nikki versus brie let brie go over this time and then maybe hey Let a face Brie have a a feud with a heel Divas champion. Right there. Okay, that's just for starters. You need Brie to turn face. You need Sasha to probably turn face. You need to break up any factions. Let Alicia Fox go back to a full-time jobber. Not that she's much. She's more like a jobber valet, but she just needs full-time jobber. Let her just job, let her do her job. And Bailey, I think Bailey would do a lot right now. So you need to bring Bailey up. You need to turn Brie Bella, and you probably should turn Sasha Banks, the boss. gosh she's a great heel, though, isn't she? She's a great. So is uh, Charlotte. Charlotte probably would be a great heel. Um, is God? Are they? Could you imagine, like uh a heel Bailey and and Becky Lynch could will Bailey ever be heel can Bailey ever I mean she could but I don't know she sells a lot of t-shirts she's got that John Cena thing going on she's so fun and colorful and kids love her and she's just such a good person oh goodness wouldn't you know it so all right Charlotte over page, Tyler breeze over Ziggler. uh, probably see, uh, Rusev over Ryback because, you know, again, the push of the league of nations. Um, uh, if Del Rio versus swagger, we're going to see Del Rio tag team, triple threat match. Ooh, man, probably gonna stay with the new day again, the league of nations. I think the league of nations really changes everything. Um, Anybody in it or associated with it will be carrying gold for quite a while, or we will never see the League of Nations again after TLC. Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose at TLC. Mm, I'm going to go Kevin Owens. I'm going to say Kevin Owens holds on to it, even if Dean Ambrose Dean Ambrose may win it in this feud. This feud may carry out all for like a couple months. It might do that. Kevin Owens will wear the Intercontinental title into the next year of 2016. I'm not saying he's leaving 2016 with with it, but he's going in. And then your main event, again, Sheamus. We're going to see Sheamus go over on Roman Reigns. It's not going to be fair. People won't be happy, um, but it's going to happen. You're going to probably a table ladders and chairs, no DQ, this match is probably going to end in a seven on four brawl. if not bigger than that, maybe an eight on four. Nine on four. I mean, you it's probably gonna be similar. It's gonna be like an extreme version of Monday Night Raws main event, right? I mean, is you would have to think it's going. we're going to get more than just a one-on-one table ladders and chairs match out of Roman Reigns and Sheamus and the newly found League of Nations. I don't see, you can't take the title you just built this faction a week ago. And again, unless you built it just to show a bigger obstacle for Roman Reigns to get through, by TLC, I, nobody's starting a faction for a week. Nobody's like, hey, let's run this for a week and make it seem really cool. Sheamus is walking out of TLC with the champion. Uh, any new U.S., we will not see one title change. I don't think we're going to see one single title change at TLC. Sheamus will hold it. Kevin Owens will hold it. Uh, new Day will hold it. Man, Lucha Dragons are really good. I they could really use a push. They could, but I again their affiliation with their affiliation with the League of Nations. I just see New Day holding on to it, and I don't see Charlotte get losing either. Uh, and Del Rio, he's not gonna lose if his match is with Jack Swagger. He's not losing to the swag. Nobody loses their belt to Jack Swagger. That's all there is to it. Uh, all right, so that's this show. Um, I will be back next week, um, so I hope you are, too. I'll be back next week with the Yes Talk. I want to say thank you guys so much, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for listening week after week after week and giving me somebody to talk to. Um, so to, uh, thank you to the Kaufman guys, to the Kaufman girls, to the Yes Nation. Rock out with your talk out. My name is Dustin Kaufman. This is the Yes Talk. Peace.